Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast with some thoughts on life insurance. We get questions about that quite a bit, and I can give you some background on what it is and how you might consider shopping for it. First of all, we are not agents here at Plan Vision. We have no life insurance license. Uh, we don't sell any of it. We, uh, we do refer Americans at least to a website where they can do shopping on their own, but we certainly can talk about it in the context of your overall financial condition. So first of all, when do you need life insurance and what is the role? Life insurance is a policy that you buy essentially to protect the well-being of somebody else. A life insurance policy will pay a benefit, a death benefit to someone when you die or when somebody that you bought a life insurance for dies. So uh, typically what a life insurance policy is purchased for, generally speaking, is to replace income. So if you have an income of $100,000 and that helps your, your family pay its bills, you would buy life insurance so that if you passed away, your family would have its bills paid for going forward. That is the primary objective of what life insurance can be used for. It also can replace assets or reduce debts as well as a part of its the overall value of the death benefit. So what happens is you buy life insurance for a premium. You pay a premium monthly or annually. Uh, for example, your premium might be $500 that you pay and your death benefit might be 500,000 or 750,000 or, uh, or a million. So when you pass away, your beneficiary uh, uh, would receive the, the face value. So uh, I'll talk about uh, a few different features of this. One is um, uh, different kinds of life insurance, generally speaking, term life, and then permanent whole universal life is, the, is, a, is an alternative to term life. Term life, which is what we would normally recommend, uh, is a kind of life insurance where you're covered for a term or a period of time. So if, you, if you're 25 and you buy a 30-year term, what that means is that as long as you continue to pay the premium during the term or the 30-year period, the life insurance is in place. Uh, and typically during this term, the premium is guaranteed. In other words, it won't go up in value. So if your premium is $350 and you've got $500,000 worth of coverage, uh, that's what it would be for that 30-year period of time. During the term, you can cancel your policy just by stopping, stopping paying premium, uh, premiums. Uh, and if you want to get more insurance, there are some policies that will, that will allow you to add more. They may require an additional underwriting or qualifying, uh, or you can just let the policy lapse and get a new policy. The, the risk that you might have is, let's say you buy it when you're 25 and you're 35 and you want more is if you're diagnosed with a medical condition that may make you underwritable or may make it more expensive. So that's how term works. And the argument for term is the low cost, the significant amount of coverage that you get. And also as you age, as you get to be 35, 45, 55, 60, 65, your need for insurance goes down because presumably you are accruing assets. So you're developing more assets, uh, 100,000, 200, 500, a million dollars in 401ks or savings accounts or brokerage accounts. Also, if you have a family, 
maybe the children are growing up and they're moving out of the house and they're on their own. So your need to have insurance to replace your income goes down over time, or at least it can go down over time as well. So that's the argument for term insurance. It's very straightforward for the most part, very transparent. And also here in the States, for sure, very affordable. You can get term insurance very inexpensively. As an alternative to that, you can invest in these whole life or permanent life or universal life. I'm not gonna go and do the wide range of possibilities with those, but big difference is that there's an investment component with that one. The investment component is you get the life insurance along with some investments. And the investment can be kind of fixed with a fixed rate of return or can be more variable with the performance of investments. Now that might sound better. I'm not a fan of those because typically the insurance policies come with much higher fees. And I don't think the performance will ultimately pan out to be as well or as good as it would be if you just invested on your own. Also with permanent life or, or whole life for those, they can also last longer. And that is an argument for them. They can cover you well into your 60s, 70s, and 80s, depending upon the kind of policy that you buy. On the other hand, the question is, do you really need insurance for that long? So generally speaking, those are two different kinds of policies, term life versus permanent uh, or whole or universal. What should the death benefit be? How much should you have? Well, there's might be some rules of thumb that you can use. Uh, you might could you could get 10 times your salary. So if you're making 100,000, maybe you get a million dollars. Now, if you have one child, if you have no debts at all, if you're older and you have other assets, you may not need as much. If you're much younger and you have debts and very limited assets, you might want to have more. So while you want to use some rules of thumb, you have to look at your uh, situation uh, in light of those rules of thumb. So a good idea might be to say, okay, well, if I pass away, I'd like all of my debts to be wiped away and have my family, leave my family with enough to cover their expenses for 20 years or 30 years, something like that, to help you make a decision about the amount of death benefit that you would actually need. Another way to think about this though, and I talk about this when I do uh, projections and plans for my clients, is that when you buy life insurance, you wouldn't think of it necessarily just in terms of paying off your house and providing your family with another 300 or 400, $500,000. You'd also want to ask yourself, should you have enough insurance so that if you pass away or your husband passes away and, uh, and you have a plan for your future, Will the life insurance continue to provide for a high quality plan? Meaning if your projections for savings have you a very successful financial future or a future you can enjoy, um, should you have enough life insurance to provide that? So what I'm, what I'm suggesting here, even though this might sound a little bit confusing, is you want to have enough life insurance to provide your family with a high quality of life or a future where there really is no financial stress. And that's the argument for more life insurance. So again, when I do full plans with my clients and they can see the numbers of their, uh, of their financial plan, they want to think in terms of getting enough life insurance to cover, cover that financial plan in the future. As far as buying life insurance, uh, if you buy term, you can actually do it right online. Uh, you know, you may have to interact with the insurance company. Well, that's going to happen, but uh, termforsale.com is a great resource for you to do some shopping. Uh, in other cases, if you want permanent or whole life, you're likely going to have to work with an insurance agent there. Uh, 
So if you have any questions at all, uh, reach out to us. We'd be happy to provide some additional thoughts on your particular situation. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.